go. Tombstone. Tombstone Minute. The daily podcast that we go through the movie Tombstone, minute by minute, talking about it, discussing it. Think we're the only one out there. We're massaging it. Massaging it. I am your co-host, Rob, joined, as always, by Dairy Boy Joe. I'm here to milk every second of content out of this movie. (laughs) That's how you got the name. Um, So in this minute, we see the beginning of the theater group show at the Birdcage Theater. Um, I want to quickly point out one thing. We see Pure Water, Wonderful Climate, Good Schools. I looked it up, and that is... uh, I saw pictures of the real birdcage cedar, and it also said that. So that's pretty cool. Authenticity. Um, and uh, the first person we see is Professor Gilman. Uh, Joe, I was My wondering if you character. could. Yeah, your favorite minor character in the movie. Um, uh, what what does he do? Well, he catches stuff. He catches stuff. So we see Professor Gilman, if you uh, aren't as familiar with this movie as we are, he is a juggler. This is what he does. It's a man who juggles. He comes out there, and one of the characters mentions that I think I saw him before in some other town, and that's what he says. He says he catches stuff. Have have you? Do you know how to juggle? Uh, I do not. I have tried to learn when I was in college. <laughs> I borrowed some how juggling balls. How I bar I borrowed some juggling balls and tried to learn. I could do one in two balls, but well, I cannot like, do three. It's not juggling if it's one ball. Then it's just playing catch with yourself. I can juggle with one ball. It's catch with someone I love. Ah, that's <laughs> I know what you did, and that's not funny. There's children listening. Do you know how to juggle? Yes. What? Uh, I'd like to thank Mr. Shear and Mr. Druckrai. Who made juggling a, a unit in my I, middle school gym class, seventh or eighth grade? I can't remember which. Wait, hold hold on, hold on. I have so many questions. One, I've known you for sixteen years. I I've never seen you juggle anything. Why would you ever see me juggle anything? I don't know. Number two, why was this like? Was this like a? Did you do? Did you join a juggling club? No, it was gym class. Like this is like part of the curriculum. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they were like, how, well, how is it any sillier than like uh, a basketball unit when you really reduce it down to its core elements? Like, oh, you had to bounce this stupid leather ball around and throw it in a hoop. So did that's you so have stupid. a hack? Did, did you have a hacky sack class? No, no. That's come on. That's silly. Would that be a silly? Uh, no, I guess not. Okay. I, I don't think – I mean, I, there's a juggling tradition, though. Like, what? Not... What juggling tradition? Well, it went back to Tombstone. Well, oh, man. I don't – you are – the defense you okay. are putting up over your juggling uh, no, hold skills. On, hold on, hold on, Your hold on. unseen juggling skills is absurd. I can still juggle three balls easy. No way. Yeah, I, can. I don't believe shh, shh. You sh- You shush. Listen, all right. If somebody <laughs> juggled three chainsaws, would you be amused by it? I would be amused, yes. Okay. Is there any scenario where Hacky Sack would entertain you? If they were using chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I agree, actually. You're right. Yeah, so we had uh, – I. then again, this is a long time ago. I was in uh, 20 – that was, yeah, about 20, 21 years ago. Um, we had to fill out this little card, 
and you had to explain which tricks you were going to do. Oh, God. And you could get different amounts of points based on, on what you chose to do with, uh, based on how challenging they were in the eyes of our physical education instructors. So I don't... I do remember I nailed it. Uh, and But the only trick I remember for sure that I did was like you... Uh, on its way up, you throw it against a wall, and then it bounces back towards you, and then you continue to Which you can't it. do with a chainsaw. No, that's true. Well, I mean, I guess maybe there's a way you could do it, but I, I huh. think we just used like bean bags or something, or maybe like rubber balls. I'm not totally sure. I'm. I feel like I. I'm just so blown away right now that you apparently are a juggler that I. I don't. I. I still don't believe it. Do you, I would not thought? call myself a juggler, but I. I think that like I. I was extremely concerned uh, as a middle school student about getting straight A's. And and into high school part of the way too, I was pretty like, get I would get pretty worked up about it. So I practiced, I practiced juggling a lot at home, after school to make sure that I nailed the test. Um, Have you and, ever got gone to any ren fairs and juggled? <laughs> uh, I cannot no, but I I once in a while like if I happen to have um, have a few t- uh, tennis balls on hand. I'll see if I've still got it. And last time I tried, I, I could still juggle three tennis balls. No, no problem. Okay, listeners, I'm going to be honest. Next time I see Joe in real life, uh, you should I will videotape let you know. it and let's put it up on Twitter. All right, all right, we'll do that. Um, I'll try so to Professor dress like Gilman. a cowboy. Too. I'll try to dress like Professor Gilman when I do it too. <laughs> Professor he doesn't Gilman. even get a chance though. No, he does not. Professor Gilman goes up there. He throws. He does what I could do. He throws one pin in the air and catches it. I could do that. And I'm not convinced you could do that. I absolutely could do that. And he gets shot at, and I think he says, they're actually shooting at me. <laughs> yeah, but no one in the crowd, including the Earps, seem even remotely concerned about it. So I get the impression that that happens all the time. So well, Professor Gilman should have been prepared for it because he had that guy had seen him before. Maybe there was. Maybe he didn't read the Yelp reviews beforehand. It's a birdcage exclusive. The crowd <laughs> shoots at you. So... I'm I'm glad you brought this up because a few a few episodes ago we talked about um, what went on in the Birdcage Theater and it based off reading that it seems like what we're seeing on the main gallery floor is closer to real really what was happening than the Herb's boring date up in the up in the cages because from what we've learned those cages are mostly meant for buying sex yeah, and drinks. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes, there's, it's certainly appropriate that the herbs have all sort of coupled up with prostitutes, and they're so the there's sort of a, that area. There's sort of a taxi driver like moment here, right? Where where maybe the herbs are just so clueless in the culture, where they like you know like in Taxi Driver when Travis Pickle takes her to the porn theater um, for the date. Maybe that they did something similar here, where they just this was not oh, the right. Boy, move. it'd be nice to sit up there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'll go take my uh, my wife to that. But that's it. All these, most of these girls, they met, you know, in the trade. Indeed. So, um, so speaking of that line, he catches stuff. He catches my, stuff. My question for you is like, what's the most reductive way anyone's ever described your career? Because <laughs> mm. like, it's not wrong. Like a juggler catches stuff. Um, that's true. So, um, for listeners, I build websites. It's what I do. Um, and, uh, and let me just clarify this. I spend a lot more time on websites I'm paid to make than I did on Tombstone Minute. (laughs) Um, but my dad was, um, 
quite a bit older than me, and pretty much I just explain my job to him as I work on computers. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much at its base. At its base is how it would be described. How about you? Is it, I mean, I mean, you're a teacher. That's a little easier, right? Yeah. Uh, I believe one time someone said, "You get paid to babysit teenagers eight hours a day and talk about books they haven't read." That's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> uh, well. Okay. Would you want to do it? That's what you should have asked them. <laughs> I mean, that's a, a totally. There is a, some element of truth, I suppose, but uh, I, I, <laughs> I didn't know quite what to say. That's pretty amazing. I'm surprised I didn't go with the summers off thing. Oh, you have the summers off, so you could juggle at the local Ren Fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so you stand outside the uh, Summerfest grounds and juggle for people's spare change, right? <laughs> that's where you get the bulk of your income, and then you teach on the side. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, do you have anything more on Professor Gilman? No, I just hope he's okay. I do too. He, <laughs> I wonder if he got fired. I mean, they had because he gets so Mister Mister Professor Gilman comes out there and gets embarrassed, and then we see Mister Fabian or uh, another I, zany. Another are you, pers- zany are you sure here. it's? Pro- I've been letting you pronounce it Fabian the whole time. Are you sure it's not Fabian? It's do, probably I don't. Fabian. I honestly don't remember anyone ever saying his name out loud. So I don't. I don't know I don't, if they ever do say his name. And out you're loud. the research guy, so I. Um, we're we're gonna go Fabian until until he, they say Fabian in the movie. How's it that? Sounds sound? a little more European that way. Yep. Um, so he does Saint Crispin's Day. We only see the first half of this, of him reading uh, Saint Crispin's Day. Joe, you're the educator. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? I'm not prepared to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I, I've read many of Shakespeare's plays. I, okay. I, well, I don't know. I guess how you define many, but. More than the average person, but I we I didn't really the class I took in college we didn't really read too many of those kind of historic epics. It was more um, like the uh, more more of the comedies and then some of the other classics like Othello. Um, we read Antony and Cleopatra, but that was kind of like the only one I think that we had to read. And then as Ned, you know, teaching, uh, I teach Macbeth, which I I love, but sure. um, I don't like really like. Don't let my students know this, but like they assume I probably sit around and read Shakespeare all the time, but I, I confess that I don't. But I've so, heard this speech before because it's pretty famous and it's pretty yes. great. And Billy it's Zane, Henry the Henry the Fifth, pretty awesome at it. Henry the Fifth is what it's from. Yeah, yeah, um, I've not read that play. It is it is pretty great. We we it kind of bleeds into the next moment, so I think we'll uh, have more about how it ends, which I enjoy. But I will say, um, you know who's a real problem in this crowd? Barnes. Yeah. He is the one, I believe he's the one who <laughs> calls Billy a, a sister boy. Yeah. Um, and I think he's also the one who shoots uh, at uh, Professor Gilman. Catch this. Yes, catch this. Catch this bullet. So um, th- there's another moment uh, with um, Billy, played by Jason Priestley. That was my other question for you. Uh, towards the end of this minute, they cut to Billy just gazing at at Billy Zane, yeah, with just this look of just awe and admiration. He's just clearly just overcome with the beauty of his monologue. Do you think anyone on earth has ever looked at you the way uh, Jason Priestley looks at Billy Zane in that moment? Um, no. Yeah, definitively. I, I, I kind of think no. like that's what we all aspire to is someone to look at us with that level of love and respect. And we should also point Maybe if out if we here, ever do a live reading, a live episode of Tombstone Minute, 
we'll see the crowd and they'll all look like Jason Priestley. What if we ever have to do a live minute, we'll just go out and actually not do the podcast. You will just be Professor Gilman and I will be Mr. Fabian and we'll just perform juggling and St. Crispin's Day. <laughs> You'll shoot me, shoot at me and I'll hit me in the stomach and then we'll call 911. Um he I think Barn so also along with Billy, Curly Bill seems to be back to our earlier th- you know, theory, Curly Bill seems pretty interested in... Uh, he loves theater. He does seem to love theater. Interesting. And um, we also have... I don't know if it's Barnes or someone else refers to um, the Billy Breckenridge character as Billy Nilly. <laughs> <laughs> a very adorable and affectionate nickname. Uh, and this is the minute where Curly Bill says it's the prettiest man he ever saw. Which, you know what? He's right. Yeah, that's fair. Um... Do you have anything else? Uh, nothing that can't wait till episode 30, happy hour episode. And I know we kept people a little long with that great uh, episode with uh, oh, yeah. Duff. The so Duff maybe, episode. Uh, maybe we could cut this one a minute or two short. All right. Well, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with minute 30. So thank you. Well, bye.